You know what that sound means. Welcome back to Just the Tip Off, the NBA podcast that is officially tanking for Victor Wimanyama. Here we go. I mean, what, the I mean, yeah, right? Why would you not? I mean, we're what, about a week into the season now? And I don't know. What, what teams we've, are already thinking? We've yet to be you putting up what? a dub on the board. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But yes, it has been one week. Welcome back to the new listeners out there. We're a couple of guys who drink beer and talk about the NBA like we know things. Yeah, and it's the 2022 season, and the 3-0 Jazz are going all the way this year. I think they're going to break the Warriors' win-loss record this year. It could be. I mean, they're starting off strong. It's about the same that they started off, so who's to say it should end any differently? A lot of things. <laughs> A lot of things. Colin Sexton has something to say about that. <laughs> right? Well, you know, he's not even starting. Yeah, and that might so be. So that's interesting. If they ever uh, deal with injuries, they may have to. Call upon him, and we'll see how that goes. Well, I mean, he's coming back from the ACL, so or was it Achilles? I don't know. Uh, MCL, but he, he he's coming back from an injury, so I, I expect he'd be in the starting lineup. But let's be honest, we're not here to talk about the Jazz. I mean, jazz. we we we, t- we talked enough about the Jazz when they blew up the trade market this year with the Donovan Mitchell and more in particular the Rudy Gobert trade. Which made um, me think that they'd be a perfect candidate for the you know the best NBA prospect since probably ever, uh, in Victor Wembanyama, and they just lost a French center that could gain a French center and with a lot more things to do like they can't yeah even score. yeah yeah Go- Gobert he was he was good but he was kind of a one trick pony where I think. Uh, when, Victor, where the trick was defense. You know? Yeah, Victor has probably a higher upside into what you can do with him on your team, what you can build around him. I think you're you're not limited in what you can put around Victor versus I think you kind of are with Gobert. You can't, you can't add another guy like Gobert on a team with Gobert. Um, and you could argue, I mean, Gobert hasn't ever played with a center like Carl Anthony Towns, and Carl Anthony Towns has never played with a center like Gobert, and it's kind of showing because that's been a little rough to start. Um, neither one of them have put up huge, huge stat lines. I mean, maybe I'm partial because I drafted Carl Anthony Towns like, <laughs> sec, like in my, the second round of the, this of our fantasy draft, but not going over too well. Huh? No, I was hoping for like 50, 60 fantasy point night Carl Anthony Towns, and right now I'm selling for like 20. And frankly, that's not why you draft a guy how that could, early. How could he not do as well as he did last year when his up-and-coming partner, Anthony Edwards, is only going to get worse, or the new addition in the offseason is going to bring down or make him want to shoot the ball a lot more? Oh, wait, no. It's the opposite of what's going to happen there. They got Rudy Gobert, and they got uh, yeah. Anthony Edwards taking a step up, which means Carl Anthony Towns takes a step back. That's how that works. But well, it shouldn't. They uh, should cater to my fantasy wants and needs. They, they, you want them to be your fantasy? I get it. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> but no, I, I thought that the Jazz. That's kind of what made me think of Victor Wembanyama was the Jazz and the French point or the French connection, and now it could end up that Minnesota ends up with two French centers. Who knows? Maybe, but they don't have all the draft picks. No, that's true. Let, let, let's How many do you th- let's okay, be honest. Are we despite there yet? beginning of the season, how many do you think? No, no, I'm, you, I'm just saying. Let, let, no, let's let's be honest. Like, if if no major draft picks get moved, like what four teams legitimately are going to get him because they have all the draft picks? I mean, I know the lottery odds have been 
evened out a little bit, but realistically, you're kind of looking at the Rockets, the Pelicans, the Jazz, and the Thunder. I mean, they hold so many more picks. That's just increased chances for them to get Victor. And, you know, it. it I think it'd be interesting if um, either one... Well, at least, I guess, the it, it, you're not going to pass up on them. Certainly not. You You wouldn't. But it'd be interesting for the Thunder, and I would say for the Rockets, too, who just drafted seven-foot power forward... Slash center. Slash center wing, like, you know, versatile players with um, Jabari Smith and Chet Holmgren. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. This is true. This is true. I, I think that, it, you know, we could go to any number of these teams, but a couple of them have started out feisty, like the Jazz. Um, Minnesota, not so well. Thunder have uh, started off a little bit, I mean, bit rough. I mean, the them. Thunder are going to thunder. They're going to do what they do. And uh, maybe one of these days we'll see what happens when all these draft picks come ankles, out. Yeah. some twisted ankles, some pulled, pulled hammies here and there. Um, but yeah, the Magic, this is – so the Magic are a team that, honestly, I think did pretty well this offseason. I'm, I'm pretty excited about where they started from their tank to where they're at now. Is pretty stark. Yeah, I mean, like I mean they, they just started yeah. the rebuild last year. Yeah, two years I, ago. Sorry, I think two years ago for them, the biggest thing is going to be honestly more than Bancaro. It's going to be Jalen Suggs' progression because you saw Franz Wagner kind of come on at the end of the season. You saw um, Cole Anthony to be able to be kind of. He's making less mistakes. Less mistakes, and I, I, I think he might fit well as like a Jordan Clarkson role type player too, like coming off the bench and being your sixth man. <laughs> With his amount of times, um, and you these have guys and, yeah, injured, and though, Wendell it's Carter. Nice three. True, it has, and <laughs> Wendell Carter because you have Marco Fultz there as well, and you know it's Marco Fultz, but and you have Wendell Carter Jr. there now too. So I think because Bancaro's looked really good for the first three games that that they've had him. But I don't think he's the most important piece of the magic this year. I think it sucks because I think he was obviously had some injuries last year. And I don't think he really showed what he's capable of. And I, I honestly, I think he was, it was probably overwhelming. I, I don't, I don't think he lived up to as much of the hype as he got last year. So I think his progression and his development is probably the most important thing for the Orlando magic this season. If not, you kind of have to find another point guard. Not that you'd give up on him that early, but, you know, like, well, do you really thing, want you Cole can't... Anthony or, or Markel Fultz to be your starting point guard? I, I think that's yes. That's why they drafted Jalen yes. Suggs. No, because here, you, here's the thing. You can't have five top dogs, man. You can't have five number one. You can't have John Morant, Palabaker. All these guys have to share the ball. Yeah, but so I'm, as long but as like, you get guys who can pass like the ball. Like, Wagner's not going to be that guy, though. What? Franz Wagner is he's pretty damn good. He's good, but he is not there to be the guy. What? I mean, of course not. He's not supposed to be the guy. Pal Bancaro is more likely to be the yeah, guy. I, I think he'd be I think he'd be fine in, in like a, a third third man role. So that's why you don't need like another I think Cole Anthony, Suggs, they just have to develop the players now. They're Mo Bambas and Chumeka uh, or what not uh Chumeka yeah. Chuma Okiki. Sorry, Chuma Okiki. He is these guys, I think they're going to like try to develop. If they could get a Victor Wembanyama, that would solve a lot of their, I think, long-term problems. But All right, so here, here's the question for you then. 
Who's got the better better tank season in terms of tanking but still progressing as a franchise? And realistically, I'm looking at the Detroits, the Orlandos, and then I would throw in Sacramento, OKC, and Houston. Sacramento is kind of weird because Sacramento because Sacramento still has enough old guys <clears throat> on the team compared to Oklahoma City, Houston, Orlando, and Detroit. Um, looking at you, Harrison Barnes. But so, but those five, I think, are, are there teams who are maybe the maybe at least OKC, Houston, Orlando, Detroit, who are hey, we can be bad and that's okay. Because we're playing so many young guys and we're trying to develop so many people. Who, who do you think? Charlotte? You're, you're you going to sleep on it? Charlotte? I mean, but they have... They've already sat their star player. He's got a, he's got a really bad ankle sprain. So Lamello, he's, he's yeah. going to be out for a while. Terry Rozier started to bowl out. Oh, yeah, he's also got an ankle sprain. I guess Charlotte has taken a step back more into that role because of the Miles Bridges situation. Miles Bridges. Like the fact that you, you, you're not bringing no him back. Depth. They have literally there. It's absolute chaos over in Charlotte, dude. This team is thrown together. Gordon Hayward can only do so much. Charlotte's going to Charlotte. Gordon Hayward can only do so much when he's able to play. So you can call them the Hornets instead of the Bobcats. They're still the same franchise. It it definitely feels that won like fourteen games one year. Rough. (laughs) So that's where that almost gets my vote for. You think Charlotte? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You think, you think they're going to do the, the best job tanking and developing talent, doing the competitive tank? I think unintentionally. Unintentionally <laughs> they will? Okay. They also hired the, the coach that they fired three two years ago. Like, what was what is that about? How are you going to fire they somebody and the hire big, They also arguably have the biggest star of any of those teams. I mean, now Oklahoma City, you could make a case for SGA um, being on the level of LaMelo. But I think Lamelo's probably got more. Well, I guess we will we'll have to find out in the next couple of years because neither one has really been unleashed. Shade does have playoff experience. Lamelo has an All Star appearance, uh, albeit I think it was a soft one. Soft one. Soft. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we've never really gotten to see either of them go full bore, and once True. just getting started, the other one we're I'm itching for. This season's going to be a little bit rough to get through. Watching as a Thunder fan, if it's going to go the way I think it is, but yeah, just you're off one to more a, year. You're off to a good start. One more. You're off year. to a good start. Zero and three. I well aware. Well aware. But just think, you're zero and three, and you don't have Russell Westbrook's forty million dollar contract hanging over you. Because that's what the Lakers are doing right now. And people are already flipping out about it. And it's like, guys, it's three games into the season. It's who cares? It could be, you could be 0-10. And I'd still say who cares. I mean, the Wizards were like 10-2 at the start of the last season. And then we're nowhere it's when a, it came to the playoffs. It's like a race. game of 10s. You got to win a couple of <laughs> like series out of 10. And then move on. If you get to, you make it to the end, and there you go. Like, yeah. We'll see. I mean, Playoffs I, yeah. are a whole different animal. Yeah. But I, I don't like to, well, to react. You, you don't have to tell me to, to apologize for Russell Westbrook. I will do that for, for all of us. Yeah, I just. It's, it's been a little bit rough. It's too early to Stephen A. Smith anything here. 
We, we can't. I appreciate that. I know Sam would be pretty pissed off. He's like, are you kidding me? We get to finally flame Russell Westbrook for being the absolute piece of crap shooter that he is for everyone to see in broad daylight? Yeah, I get it. I get it. But he's still my favorite player. I will watch him miss every shot. And guess what? It's okay. He's allowed to. True. Doesn't make it hurt less, but he's a lot. All right, so uh, so what team? What team are you most excited about starting this season? We're a weekend, so we already have some early impressions of teams, of players. I mean, particularly when you're looking at players, wise you're kind of looking at rookies, or you're looking at fit of guys who have moved. But there wasn't like, I mean, besides Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, pretty much Utah. There wasn't. A massive amount of movement. There wasn't, of it wasn't upward, a big, you know. big free agency class. So, and a lot of the big moves were made by trades. Um, Just a lot of new blood coming into the yeah. league, which has been nice. Um, that's, I mean, that's kind of what made me interested in watching the the new look Cavs. Although that yeah. was more of a I mean, trade. Yeah, so. and, and we are from Ohio, so we're a Cavs fan, so obviously we have some vested interest in it already. Now, Darius Garland, like got punched in the face like five minutes into the first game of the season is now going to be like week to week, I think, um, which sucks because he's also on my fantasy team. Excuse Holy me. Shit. But um, <coughs> we'll edit that out. But, I mean, yeah, I, the Cavs are going to be interesting to see how this works because – you, 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 left, you left Sexton, and you brought in someone a little more high-powered on offense, has playoff experience, is a proven winner, but it's a different system. And, you know, the big question is what the defense is going to look like at the guard position, how are Garland and Mitchell going to blend together. So I can definitely see, even if you weren't a Cavs fan, why you'd be interested in seeing what happens in Cleveland. Because they were already a fringe playoff team last year and were really competitive and despite you know a couple injuries and if uh, not a couple? for a couple if not for a couple injuries they, couple. they would have been in the playoffs um last year so i mean i think that's a that's a great pick in terms of excitement um i'm interested to see how atlanta's backcourt works with dejounte murray and trey young i think that's interesting trey young's never had another guy who with, with the talent and the skill at the same position as him. He was it at Oklahoma. And he's been it in Atlanta. At least in the point guard spot. Obviously he had a little bit of help. You know with. Um, John Collins and whatnot. He's he's a good player. But in terms of someone. You can at actually spot, hand, yes. like, trust to handle the ball. It, it's, it's almost can he adopt. Kind of what Steph Curry does. Steph Curry's off ball movement. His flashing. His screening. Things of that can. Trey Young develop that part of his game. If so, that becomes a very scary duo in Atlanta. It's the next step for Trey, and I think that's what he's got in front of him. And accepting that is a state of mind, I think, and the way that he can move into that role. Because once he gets through the door, I think he's never going to look back. Because, I mean, if you can even emulate Steph Curry a fraction of what he actually is, that's probably a good thing to do. So it, being able to move, screen, uh, uh, move up, just pull that gravity, pull the defense in such a way like Steph Curry does will open up so many doors for your teammates and for the, the success of the team. So, like, I think it's going to work out. It'll be interesting because for the first couple of games, he's act, his usage has actually gone up. 
Trace has. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, but DeJounte Murray says settle needs, in. He needs to set, set the tone early. He's like, like, hey, no, listen, he's like, you're new team. here, but yeah, <laughs> I, I run this town. But DeJounte Murray has settled in really nicely into, I think, averaging some pretty nice numbers. His rebounds are what's really making him pretty attractive. His assists pretty pretty well, like six, almost six a game. I, 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 would, I would argue that it's easier to fit DeJounte Murray into your lineup than it is Trey Young. Based on the style of player that each off, of them off is. a cold cold start, yeah, no, no doubt. Or just in general, if, if you if you put anyone on, on a lineup, and I guess cold start maybe, but if you put Trey on every lineup in the league and then put Dejounte Murray on every lineup in the league, I think the Dejounte Murray team is going to do better. A lot more I think he's, defense. <laughs> yeah, and, and, fair, and I, th- I think Murray can shooting. be a more complimentary piece to whatever's around him than Trey Young can. Um. I mean, there's been instances in the past where his own teammates are like, pass the fucking ball. Okay. I'm pretty sure John Collins has said ask, that. Let me ask you this. John what? Collins also seems old, was a little disgruntled. He wasn't getting his contract there for a while, so maybe that was why. Put a tinfoil hat on for a second. All right, you birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Phoenix and Atlanta start talking. I'm just like, hey, Chris Paul's getting old, man. Like, what if we, what if we helped you out? And... We, we've got to get off this massive contract that we have, and they take they ship off Trey Young and they bring back Chris Paul. Does that fix their problem? Uh, see, I don't. I, if it doesn't work out this year, I'm already talking about tra- trading Trey Young. I know it's hilarious, I, but I just I see no upside in doing it for Chris Paul because your return. I mean, yeah, you would have to throw picks in. Oh, it's um, not just Chris Paul. I'm just saying there'd be. A lot of things. Oh, uh, James Harden, that was nasty. He did what he he just did to Benedict Mathurin, what he did to Stanley Johnson a couple years ago. Maybe a bit of a push off, but Mathurin was on the floor, that and he, and he, he looked at. I you know I don't know. Ready? Just watch, and maybe a little push off, oh, but no. sitting there on his back at the free throw line. I don't know. James Harden's back. Pretty here first. Woo-hoo. Even though the Sixers are zero three. But getting back to Chris Paul, I just, there would be pick compensation for sure. But I honestly, right now, the only team I could see trading for Chris Paul is the Lakers because LeBron won't play with Chris Paul. Otherwise, it just it just doesn't make sense to me for anybody to take on an aging player with that level of contract. And again, the only way we've seen contracts like that moved have been like for one another. Hey, you have an aging Westbrook on a massive contract. We've got an aging John Wall with a massive contract. What if we just swapped him <laughs> and see what happens? I mean, that that's what that was. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it if I were the Hawks. I think you could probably get more from someone else, um, considering Phoenix was already like kind of playing hardball with what they wanted to give up for... For like Kevin Durant, I mean, I think they're gonna play even more hardball for like a guy like Trey Young. That's fair. That's fair. I'm uh, I'm not saying that would ever happen, but just the fan in me was was curious. Doesn't matter. Bradley Beal's getting moved this season. You heard it first on the Ringer 17 years ago. That's how long <laughs> they've been pushing this bullshit quota motive, whatever you want to talk about it. Like for the love of God. 
I play a drinking game. <laughs> I play a Listen, drinking if a guy signs for the Washington Wizards, he actually might like being in Washington D.C. Because there's no other real Unfathable. reason. There's no other real reason to sign for the Washington Wizards right now. Money. Uh, yeah, but you can get money anywhere when you're Bradley Beal. Oh, you got the money where you got guaranteed. So I can't blame him for that. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see uh, the Wizards a little bit because I don't know what they're planning. Did to they do. do anything in the off season? They did a lot. What? They got rid of Raul Neto. <laughs> Thank God. You know, All right. making moves. Um, still got. Uh, oh, they got Johnny Davis now. Who's Oh, um, they drafted him from Wisconsin. Good at making okay. baskets. But, All right. Uh, well, you know. Okay. Okay. So they're the same. Yeah, pretty much. They're running the same point guard. I don't. I can't remember his name. Oh no, they also have uh, Monte Morris now, and uh, Will Barton. All right. So instead of winning thirty games, they're going thirty-one this year. <laughs> Honestly, what are they doing? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have any real. I mean, Kristaps Porzingis, Bradley Beal. What else does that make? Kuzma, Kuzma. I guess. I, I, I mean, I guess he's your three because we don't. There's anyone else who is. All these guys enough. are like third or fourth guys on any other team, except for Beal. Beal's a two on a on another team. Yeah, he's I think over the hump. Really? Okay. Honestly, I think he's on the way down. And he's not like he's bad, but just not as good as he. You're not getting 30-point a game, Bradley Beal. That's not happening ever again. Unless he's you're going to miss the playoffs and just have him do that. Scoring title. Scoring title. Him and Steph can go back and forth. By uh, I think Steph Curry won it. I think they won Draymond. Which really sucks about. for Bradley Beal. I think Let's I see- talk about that. What? Draymond. Can we not? It's just- All right, Draymond punched Jordan Poole in practice, and the Warriors released it. Somebody in the Warriors, yeah. Which well, they want to release it because they gave Andrew Wiggins a bunch of money and they gave Jordan Poole a bunch of money, and now they can't afford to pay Draymond a bunch of money. Honestly, where do where do the Warriors get this cap space from? They have like six guys on their roster making more than twenty five million dollars a year. And you're I don't understand to it. Go to the luxury tax. I know. Like, is there that much? Does do the Warriors owner? Have, yes. Does he have that much money? We're talking millions here. He's got billions with a B, my man. With a B. So, Joe Lacob, yeah. Especially when you're winning titles. Yeah, it's a little bit easier to, to swallow, too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, let's lock up these guys who secured us a, a title. I, I think we could do that. I know, and the NBA is just so weird because it's, you know, every, every league's different in terms of its cap space. You know, like, in the NFL, it's like no one ever goes over the cap. And in the baseball, there's no such thing as like a cap because the Yankees can pay four billion dollars to all the best players and still get swept. And to the, be fair, in the, in the division, Golden the State. Round. I, I do dislike Golden State, but it's out of massive respect because they drafted half the team, like the really good half of the team. They I mean, they've traded and made some good acquisitions here and there. But that's why they can really go deep. You, could, I mean, you could argue Wiggins is the biggest contributor stat-wise that they didn't draft. Currently, yeah. Or just just in, in this era of Golden State, this Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson era, 
Because they drafted Green, they drafted You're Thompson, gonna, they drafted your, Curry, they drafted... Durant? Okay, well, I forget. You know, he just, what? what? I guess, I was like, I guess what? Durant was there. <laughs> I buck out those days because they just... It didn't matter. Like, <laughs> it's kind of a blackout for us. We're like, wait a minute, what? Just put Kevin Durant on a 73 and... What? That's bullshit. God damn it. Yeah, that was probably the best basketball team we will ever see. Unless... I don't know. Some... We'll, we'll see. And if, in our for, and if it weren't for J.R. fucking Smith, the Cavs would have won. Just, the Cavs would not have won that title. would have won a game, maybe. <laughs> it was LeBron's worst roster. Probably of the finals he's ever had. Except for maybe the first Cavs year he went to the finals. 07 might have something to say about that. Against the best roster he's ever played in the finals. I would say. Possibly. I would say. Possibly. All right, which team are you least excited for? Portland. I really don't care. They're just doing Portland things. We're going to run it back for the 17th straight season. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what it is, but Damian Lillard, as good as he is, unless it's like the last 30 They're three seconds, and I don't care. They're 3-0. They're 3-0. That's good. That's good for them. Um, I, <laughs> no, I agree. They're, is... they're, 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 they're milk toast. <laughs> they're just, eh. yeah. I agree. I, I would agree. There, there's we know what Dame is. There's no flashy offseason move that makes me want to tune into it. There's no Shaden Sharp is like the only interesting star I'm young about. player that makes you want to tune in. I mean, yeah, Simon's had a better year last year, but this is also like his fourth year in the league already, and like we kind of know what he is. I would agree. They they seem very eh. The Spurs are a little eh. To me, Oof. oh man, the Spurs—they they need a Victor Wembanyama like they need a Tim Duncan. Jesus, yeah. I mean, Indiana even has a little bit more interest because you have a couple younger guards there, like Halliburton was traded there. They, they even had they traded for some some center yeah, that, I'm, like I'm not sold on Isaiah Jackson yet. I'm also not undersold on uh, Smith. Uh, what's the guy's name? Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, who's actually looking pretty uh, pretty good. Um, but yeah, they've got some interesting stuff going on. But yeah, the Spurs. Uh, what is it, like Keldon Johnson? Yeah, is that it. Yeah, Josh Primo. Really? No, thank you. I'm okay. Jakob Pertle. Jakob. You could. <laughs> He's a good player. Not gonna lie. But I don't care. I don't care about the steam. All right. Here's one. Here's a little bit of a controversial one. At Dallas. Ooh. I know Luca's there. I know Christian Woods traded there, but okay. I don't know. You, Trust this. Trust this. Did you, have you seen interested. any of their games yet? No. The last game got was electric. Blown out by the Suns. It was great when they when they're cooking and they got the ball moving. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, they did kick the shit out of the Grizzlies. They made them look like they weren't even anything. It was weird because the Grizzlies are usually so put together. Jaws got. Something up his sleeve. They contained him. He was missing things left, left and right. Yeah, it looks like they had a bad game. Oh, yeah. Everyone had a bad game. But I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I, I, I think the team stayed level with last year's team at best, if not got worse. I know Christian Wood's a, a, a good pickup and definitely a position of need mm-hmm. for, for the Mavericks. But, I mean... And jury's still out on how good Brunson's really going to be. 
um, he kind of had like a nice like he he had a TJ Warren playoff. Remember in the bubble where TJ Warren blew up and then he got hurt and then no one's seen him since. He, he Jalen Brunson, you know, has a chance to do that. I don't want him to get hurt, but he kind of blew up in the playoffs, and I'm just saying, like, it could be a letdown. I mean, how many people do we see, like, have great playoffs, and then you come out the next season, it's like, what, Jamal Murray, what happened to the bubble Jamal Murray? Right? Uh, it may or may not have gone with his... He, he started to get really into it at the end of the season, but that's also when his ACL gave out. So, I don't know if I'd hold that one against Jamal, but I agree. It's It's... Not something that you really because all eyes are you on the playoffs, and then if you show up, then all eyes are on you the rest of the, the right beginning of the regular season, and it's like, all right, what are you doing? You, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be able to get the ball from Julius Randle. You might have to take it from him. I you probably pre- have to take it. The from pressure him. of New York is gotta be interesting because they just are walking into and the Knicks. The pressure of being the Knicks is even from Brooklyn, is significantly different. Brooklyn's like, yeah, okay, the Knicks, you better fucking win or we're going to kill you. The pressure's so bad that the starting lineup can't help but be worse than the backups. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, honestly, their backups are have the best net rating in the league of backups, again. And yet, Tibbs is like, no, nah, we're... It's because uh, it's the backups play complimentary basketball where the starters are all, it's me, 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 me. I mean, it's... I mean, that's kind of how a little bit how Jalen Brunson played at times last year. It's We know that's how Randall plays. RJ just got paid, so maybe he's going to be a little more willing to, to play team ball because he no longer has to try to make himself look like he's worth the contract, so... It's interesting. Julius Randall is definitely a ball stopper. Uh, RJ will keep the ball moving. He doesn't have a lot of confidence in the shot. I, but, I mean, it was it was never great at Duke either. Yeah, like he wasn't he wasn't a shooter. I mean, he, I mean, he took shots. He took a lot of shots at Duke, but doesn't mean they were all warranted. All right, breakout candidate of the year award. Who's it going? to? I will go. All right, all right we'll, 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 let's quickly run through a bunch of them. You, you, Breakout couple? candidate first. Okay we'll, okay, we'll go through a bunch of them right here. Now that we're a weekend, we can kind of get some preseason predictions, even though we're three games in. Breakout candidate of the year award goes to. I'm going to exclude rookies because I don't think it should count. Right. Breakout, exactly. You have to have an established level for. Somebody who are like, all right, I, I feel like this is who he is, and then this could be their season that they actually step into something. They have a good opportunity, you know? Yeah. I'd like to say he'll be topping just because we're dating homers, but let's <laughs> but let's be honest. Tibbs isn't Especially gonna, with Justin. No, no, no. Tibbs That's isn't going to play him, play him enough, probably. I got but, Tyrese um, Halliburton. I like that. That's He's stepping into a role that he's actually got. He's familiar. the guy now. He's the guy. He's there's there. no Darren Fox now. Right. He's the guy. I like dude. That is a good pick. I like. I like. I like that idea there. He stepped into it, and I think he's showing out. He he really had all the pieces put together in Sacramento. He just never had the ball long enough. And it's interesting that Sacramento went with Darren Fox. And if Sacramento is anything like their past selves, I think they probably made the wrong decision. But we'll see. We'll see. I could be eating my words. Um, but yeah, that's who I have <clears throat> as one of my breakout candidates. Mm-hmm. Although he is just going to be a sophomore, not super crazy, but 
Yeah, you're not breaking any walls down, but you know. It's... I got another one if who's a little bit more established, if that helps. Sure. DeAnthony Melton. Okay. So DeAnthony Melton was buried on Memphis' bench, and he was like the seventh or eighth man. Mm-hmm. Has an opportunity to be again a little bit further closer up. He's a backup point guard, but he can also play a little bit of backup shooting guard. So he has a little bit of opportunity if they have any injuries. So uh, that's who I'm gotcha. looking at a little bit. He has opportunity, but we'll see if he gets the minutes and can make anything with yeah, him. Yeah, pretty much we're, lo- we're looking for the Jordan Poole of this year. Jordan, really? I, Jordan, Jordan Poole was probably the breakout guy last year, I would say, for sure. And he, he's, he hasn't even really like gone... He's he's maybe taking a few a fraction of where he can go. Mm-hmm. Is is Desmond? I think Desmond Bain's a little too obvious for breakout candidate because he did have a good year last year. But I just think his opportunities are going to expand this year a little bit. You think so? Okay, okay. Yeah, I would expect <laughs> I would expect an All Star appearance for a breakout if that's what we're going to do because he was gr- he was great last year and I would say almost most improved. But if he gets All Star uh, this year, I'll. I'll agree. I don't know if we'll get. I don't know if we we'll get that far. Remember, the West is always just. So that's a tough one. That's a bit. That's a deep. tough, tough nut to crack. Or if he gets most improved player, I guess I could give it to him. Hmm. I think Sadiq Bay's in line for a big year. Again, I think maybe a little too obvious because he did have a good year last year. But I think he's in line for a phenomenal year. Um. Oh, you know, breakout year? No, I don't know. Any, anybody down south, perhaps, per chance? A lot of people down south. I'm thinking in, like, the bayou. Someone from New Orleans? Yeah, man. New Orleans? Can't say, is... You can't say Zion. Why not? You can say Zion? I'm, I might as well. This is it, Are man. you going to play more than 20 games this year? This is your opportunity. Here you go. If you got the... If you're... Worth all this, he literally signed the extension after playing 80-some games. Yeah. That's like a three years' worth of game in one – or sorry, one year's worth of games for three years. There's an open starting point guard spot in New Orleans, and I'm interested to see who takes it because New Orleans has drafted a bunch of like point guards recently too. Yeah, Trey Murphy. The, got... the big ones are Kyra Lewis Jr. and Trey Murphy are the two I'm – looking at, and yeah. then you have, like, Devontae Graham, who's there, too. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think the they've point guard spot they've there They've got great open. picks. Dude, think about the picks that they have. They've got a bunch of them from the Lakers. They've got a bunch from the Bucks. They've got anybody who does... <laughs> their odds are pretty stacked for getting, uh, <laughs> for getting who they want. Even if they don't get the top pick, they can still throw a boatload of offers to whoever does. And be like, all right, how many do you want? That's true. I'm a, This isn't a breakout candidate because he's a rookie, but I'm interested to see how Keegan Murray does. I think he's got some good upside for the Kings. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes there because I, cause it's the Kings and the roster is just not great outside of De'Aaron Fox. All right, I got another potential breakout candidate for you. All right. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. MPJ. Okay. Okay. I think um, Play it out. you know uh, you know what Jokic is. Murray is a question mark. I think coming off injury, and so is Michael Porter Jr. At that, but I gotta look at the rest of the roster, and there's there's no guarantees. Aaron Gordon, I don't think has been exactly what they thought he was gonna be. Um, then again, he also came to a team with more mouths to feed than the Magic, where That's he fair. was not 
the guy? Kind of the guy? He could have been the guy if he wanted to be, but I don't think that's his personality. So, um, so I, I think Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Porter Jr. could have a big role on this team if he's able to stay healthy now. I mean, that's the big thing. Obviously, Jamal Murray just had the one big injury versus Michael Porter Jr.'s had the, the continuous one after another type of injuries where you're sitting there like, are we ever going to see this dude play? Yeah, no, that's the... The downside, and this was, we knew about this when he was coming into the draft. That was yeah. his, his biggest I mean, yeah, downside. when he fell into the late teens. 14. His, no, it was back injury, 14 right? 14 or 15 overall, something like that, which I remember saying back in the day, they got the Nuggets got him out of steel because they were in prime opportunity for a good season, which they did have. However, Michael Porter Jr., again, hasn't been able to play that much. But when he has, he's been good. When he's been injured and he plays, he's not good. It's been tough to sift through what's what. If he doesn't have a breakout year this year, or at least a, a step in the right direction, next season is going to be his, I think, make it or trade him year. So, I hope he's got a breakout year. It would be interesting to see Denver do well. I haven't seen them uh, in the finals before. You think they still have a opportunity? I mean, Nikola Jokic, with that... You can't count him out. Is it, that enough? It, dep- it depends on what version of Jamal Murray. You or do get. they need one more year? I mean, if, if Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray come back and play well, then they can go this year for sure. I mean, those three, I think, have the talent to do it. Um, and I don't think that rest of, the rest of that roster is that bad. I think it's... This is the most dangerous young squad. Decently balanced. There. But it's also injury-prone. With the exception of Jokic. But he can't get injured because he never jumps. He just stands there and just throws not, baby hooks around. Not a big jumper guy. He doesn't, he doesn't have to be. You don't need to. You just got to sit there and pocket pass every uh, every ball and it works. <laughs> you think smarter, not harder. Dude, put my money on the Nuggets for a dynasty because they've got young guys. I think Jokic 24, 25. MPJ is still under 24. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray might be 25. It's a young team. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, what is, you know. But the experience, too, is what does it for me. Being all the way up to the uh, Western Conference Finals, that, I think, counts for something. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. They definitely do do have some experience. Now, a lot of that is bubble experience, and that is different. That is different. Man, I hate the segregation. I really do. I hate the difference. I think you play the competition that was in a extreme environment. Extreme is a subjective word. They were in a it is extreme. A, it is another side of extreme. So I understand that it's not what we're cold. normally used to, and it's not the same screaming fans that's going off. But some guys did really bad in the bubble. Some guys did really well. So it's, to and, me, I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with it as okay. something that we should set. I always say that the 2020 season was the bubble year, the bubble season. I don't put an asterisk on it. Which, I mean, the Lakers won. That the Lakers won. That's what happened. That's fair. But, that's fair. Even though it's what's going to happen in the in the future, in the past, and whatever. That's just how it's going to be. But I. That's my stance on it. Regardless. Yeah, I, I think playoff experience counts. And even if you got it in the bubble or even if you got it in last year, this upcoming year, the pressure, the stakes, it counts for something. So after Donovan Mitchell almost made it to Western Conference Finals, 
or even the second round, just dejected, and then they keep getting out the second round before the before Western Conference Finals. They're just not able to get over the hump. Finally, gets moved on. Cavs win. Cavs, I guess, <laughs> uh, take advantage. I should say. True. So True. we'll see if that happens with the Nuggets. I don't think so, but I I don't have anything else other than that last play by the Knicks is the reason why this team will do well. Is that they spent. 15 seconds of clock, shot clock of Jalen Brunson dribbling around, dribbling around, dribbling around just to get the layup. He shots absolutely swatted right back ahead of him. But uh, the Knicks are going to Knicks. Yeah. What big free agent they get in this offseason? Um, I mean, hell, they got LeBron t- couple about five years ago. They got Kevin Durant two years ago. Zion, Kyrie. They got Zion, they got Kyrie, I and mean, they got them all. It's still not enough. Could be uh, Don. Yeah, here he said Don Mitchell. Who's next? Uh, they'll be probably like we got we got the end on Steph Curry. Like he just signed a five million dollar five year contract. No, we got the end on him. Dude, Bull Bull has been not the worst. Like he's great for defensive re- the offensive rebounds. He, he kind of turns the ball over a little bit too much. But. He's a what if. Yeah. Well, what if he not gotten hurt and finished that season out at Oregon? Because he was on a tear at the time. He's a big what if. I mean, falling to what, 46, 48 in the draft? Yeah. All off of an injury? I mean, like, I mean, just look at him. He's what people are drafting. That was almost a really good pass. He's what people are drafting. These tall, lanky people who can shoot. Like, it's height, man. Height and length. If he was drafted this year, even with that injury risk, you think he would have been drafted 46? No, I think he would have been drafted a heck of a lot higher. Probably, yeah, at least in the top uh, first round. Yeah, I mean, even in the last four or five years, what the league's looking for and going for is changing. Oh, yeah. It's why people are, you know, going to tank for Victor. Tank for Victor. It's going to be on this podcast next year. Don't you don't you worry, man. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, straight Right up, you can. I think we got him scheduled right after LeBron. <laughs> right after Belong, right after LeBron, and uh, right right before Phil Jackson comes on. You know, it's just how we're doing things. Well, that's it. Do you have any uh, worth mentionings? Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have anything right now. Uh, for me, worth mentioning would be that the NBA season has begun. It's going to be a long season. I can't wait. See where it goes, but first uh, big prediction for the year, I'm going to go with the Clippers are going to the Western Conference Finals. That's my bold prediction for now. I like it. Not very bold, but... Yeah, I I, 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 I tend to agree that that's not very bold, but I do I do think that's a good call. Because... I, as we've stated on previous podcasts, they pretty much had tryouts last year. I think Ty Lue will, uh, will, will and pull now the they, And now they've, added the, uh, now they've added all the good players. Yeah. Or they're getting the good players back. So if I'm going to pull out a bold prediction, and uh, let's let's see. Who, who we got? Who we got here? <laughs> all right. All right. Brooklyn doesn't get out of the first round. Woo! That is a little spicy. Brooklyn doesn't get out of the first round. Yeah, Brooklyn doesn't get out of the first round. I dig it. All right. Well, let's uh, 
That's a good one. That's a good one. Currently constructed, and if it does change, we, you're allowed to alter that. We'll see how it goes, but I like that one. Yeah. That's my prediction. I feel bad about my, my uh, prediction, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, guess what? The Bucks are going to make the playoffs. That's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Hammer that over. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, yeah. we'll, we'll be coming back to y'all a little more frequently now that there's something to talk about. And Thank God. Right? Basketball is very good. Right? Baseball is almost over. Oh. All right, all right. One last prediction here. Worst record this year. Worst record. Who's okay. got the worst record? Give In my opinion, there are one, two. Give me the uh, OKC Thunder. I'm going to take it. Just uh, because yeah. they're masters of the tank. Yeah, they, 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 they know the what tank. they're doing. They're going to have the worst record. However, that doesn't mean they're going to have the, la- the first overall pick, which is going to be the Fresh. NBA's way of saying, don't fucking tank. Yeah, well. So we'll see. You just got to tank what into the bottom three. Three? Bottom three? The same, same odds, yeah. Bottom three. All right, you're taking the Oklahoma City Thunder. Charlotte's a sneaky backdoor pick if the injuries keep happening. That's that. You can take it, man. Take it while it's on the table. No, I, I said Kings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go away from that. I'm gonna go Spurs. Spurs. Okay, goes with a little safer hedge. I, I, I agree. Spurs have nothing to live for. They're uh, no. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. It's making me wonder what Popovich is doing. Hoping that woman Yama is going to breathe about 20 years of life into him and <laughs> he can coach until he's 90. I'm surprised he hasn't requested a trade to like the Lakers yet. <laughs> Dude, Coach Pop is. He is no. In, no I don't think he can deal with the egos and, the, and all that of LA. He is never going anywhere else but San Antonio. No freaking way. All right. Well, that's been another thrilling episode of Just the Tip Off. We'll be coming back to you relatively soon. Until then, peace.